Hello, and welcome to the Productivity Podcast. Now, what is the most effective time management system? Though it is an abstract question with no true full answer for everyone, there is a consistent and solid method of enhancing productivity through time management, and that is the timer. Now, the framework, or the idea of using timers to enhance productivity has been around for quite a long time, but the basis of it is very conceptual. As humans, we often seek the path of least resistance. You can think of your path as a river, weaving in and around objects in an attempt to accrue as little slowdown as possible. And though our river runs strong and through the path of least resistance, it is the path of the least immediate resistance. Thus, we come across why we need productivity systems. What is immediately the easiest option often can lead us to a worse path in the long run. Pursuing paths, of course, is something that we constantly must do. We choose what we plan on doing in the day, and we make all sorts of micro-choices within these larger paths in order to progress through these big tasks. All of these small choices can tend to slow us down over and over again. When our river is repeatedly battered by these small objects, it can slow down our entire movement. Now, taking this metaphor, we can now understand the timer as one of these small inconveniences at the beginning of our mind's path. We create a small detour that leads to a smoother path in the long term. Now, the timer also helps us move around these individual obstacles by getting us to just push through. As we know, this is the best way forward. Uh, Just working through things, just pushing through all the troubles that you'll inevitably encounter is oftentimes the best thing you can possibly do. So how does this conceptual idea apply to something that we can actually use. Now, the work timer is the most common implementation of this. The work timer determines how long you will dedicate to a certain activity, and it sets an input-based goal. A common example of this type of working timer is a Pomodoro timer. A Pomodoro timer is a timer that you set when you begin working on a particular task, and it goes for 25 minutes. This is easy to implement because it doesn't take much effort to work for only 25 minutes, and frankly, Pomodoro timers are such a common thing now that there's a billion apps for it and you can just do it with any timer on your phone. So you start the timer and begin working through your task. For some people, they find having the timer visible really unhelpful uh, and it can be distracting to some. But from my experience, I really like having the timer completely visible right in my field of vision. This is because it reminds me to continue working when I otherwise might end up getting distracted by who knows what, you know, just reading about like giraffes on Wikipedia. Honestly, you can get distracted by so much and I find having the timer right there to remind me that I'm supposed to be working is a huge deal. And as you finish this 25-minute timer of solid work, you now have a gap of five minutes where you don't have to do anything in particular. This is time for you to do something that you like, Um, and please use it for something fun. This time should be used for something that you truly enjoy. It should be reward above everything else. You want to make getting to the end of that 25-minute timer feel as good as possible. And so this way, you continue pushing through as much as you possibly can. There's been a lot of research into this type of timer and finding how well it can apply to different types of working. There's nothing special about the Pomodoro timer in particular besides that its time comes from a tomato timer in reference. This means that we should experiment with the different interval lengths and try and figure out what individual time can serve us the best. The 25 minutes is not a grounded thing that can never change ever. You can use all sorts of different intervals and for whatever you like. For groundwork, I've found that the more 
interested in the topic I am, the longer I can focus on it for one of these intervals. Otherwise, I can tend to die out much earlier and find the length of time hurting my productivity. 25 minutes is a really good default for me, though. And if you aren't sure how interested in the particular work you are, I just set it for 25 minutes because it's the most easy thing to do. And But sometimes doing something really boring, such as email, I can set intervals down to like 10 or 15 minutes. But for something I'm really, really interested in, I might change it up to 50 minutes, you know? This framework can also be applied to the time you take a break for. So some may find that five minutes isn't long enough time to do what they really like in between, and they find the five minutes just annoying. They increase it by a few minutes, you know? You can change this around. And really, the work timer is something that can be expanded and changed to fit you. And there's clearly much depth to the Pomodoro timer and the work timer in general. But the work timer can also be applied to other tasks too. A work timer is a bit of a misnomer, and I'd like to place the definition of the work timer as purely a timer to help you concentrate on a task for a given amount of time. It does not have to be something that has an end goal or something that you must continuously work towards. This means that you could also get yourself to concentrate and get fully immersed into something that you really like. A great example of this idea is setting a quote-unquote work timer so that you can practice an instrument. Practicing an instrument is something that people do out of the enjoyment itself, and the work timer can be used to help you keep the main task at hand, practicing, so that you don't have to worry about how long you can practice for, because you just don't want to have to deal with that. You have something to remind you when you must stop regardless of where you are. You will be consistently reminded of what you want to do based on this timer as well. You are trying to practice. These ideas combined together address the concept that we can use a timer to clear out our mind and let us focus on what truly matters. In this case, an instrument, but it could be anything really. Now, implementing the timer. As I have explained before, we can change how we use our timer to display or hide itself. We can change if it's an automatic Pomodoro timer that automatically changes to the five minute interval after the 25 minutes. And we can change it if it automatically occurs at a certain time in the day to encourage us to do something repeatedly. We can rapidly adjust the individual pieces of technology that we use to implement these timers. Now, personally, I use an automatic Pomodoro timer that I have set up in the menu bar of my computer for writing scripts, checking email, doing research, and studying. And I find this the most helpful for me for these individual tasks. From here, I use the basic timer app on my watch throughout the day for all sorts of individual tasks that I want to complete through a certain amount of time, and I want a reminder to stop. Now, this is generally for something simple, like uh, how long I want to spend time in a cafe for. And all of this is to say convenience is your friend. Keeping these timer applications easy to access and use will make them more often used, and you will benefit from them more on a regular basis. You'll notice that I said I have it in my menu bar of my computer. I don't have to open up an individual app to access my timer, and that just makes me use it a lot more. And same with having the timer on my watch rather than on my phone. It just makes everything easier. Now, people tend to rarely understand themselves and their systems innately. In fact, they're often completely blind to themselves. You can have a short conversation with someone else and realize their faults in a matter of minutes. And maybe these faults won't be the deepest observations, but you will get much farther in analyzing that person for a few minutes than they may get after analyzing themselves for weeks. And this idea of self-understanding makes finding our productivity systems in general quite difficult, as we can find it quite hard to recognize recognize the faults in our own system the same way that we can have a hard time finding the faults in ourselves. 
When I speak on a particular tool of productivity, such as a timer, I really am not making a suggestion to try as much as I am making a demand through you. And though that phrasing sounds awfully harsh when I say it so plainly, the implication is quite clear. I'm making a demand so that you can try something that you otherwise would have had a hard time recognizing if you needed. The only way you can really tell if you need this tool is by trying it out and seeing how your productivity and work changes for better or for the worse. Either way, you have learned something. And that is by far the most important idea. You shouldn't try something necessarily because you know that you need to improve. You should try something because you recognize that whatever you are doing is never perfect and that you don't know how you can improve it. So you must try different ideas that you never have given credence to before. I've heard this idea echoed throughout the world of productivity. And this idea is that people don't need a system of working through things because they have motivation. That's in quotes. If you're listening to this podcast, I still believe that this could be you. Motivation is a trap. Motivation does not last forever, and it comes from nowhere, and it lasts for an unpredictable amount of time. A lot of our systems can be understood as a bypass for motivation. We want to make it a non-necessity at all costs. When you focus deeply on motivation, you can see the issues will remain true in your own life. If you've ever really decided to look deeply into when you have completed a large project, almost never were you always motivated to work on this project the whole way through. You'll find that what really got you to complete the project was determination and grit rather than the pure spontaneous drive that is motivation. And that is what motivation is, spontaneous drive by nature. I constantly encounter people that say they use motivation to tackle problems, and while this isn't a problem in and of itself, it can radically change your expectations of how you will work, and it can become a really big problem when you only work based off of this motivation that is unpredictable because now you've made your work unpredictable by nature in its entirety. Oftentimes, these are the people that I encounter that say they don't need timers, those who work by the light of motivation and don't work otherwise. And while there is some people who encounter motivation enough to do this consistently, that simply is a tiny minority of people. These people think they don't see a use for timers because when they have this motivation to work, the timer doesn't help them focus because they already have this motivation because their methods though they never will try using a timer and when they don't have this motivation they won't do anything at all when in reality this is exactly when timers come in most handy timers are an artificial form of motivation in conclusion i'd like to thank you all for listening to this episode of the productivity podcast and to those of you who listen you are absolutely wonderful thank you